I'm not changing nothing. This stuff we heard already, uh, what Pastor Rex has already been ministering on, and, and uh, the exhortations that he's begin, been giving us, and, uh, and what we need to do as, uh, uh, as uh, believers, as members, partners alike, we need to take uh, heed to what God is do uh, doing. We have to be a discerner of what God is doing. Amen. We really have to be a discerner of what God is doing here at Shekinah Glory Fellowship Center. Turn with me to, your, uh, turn with me, uh, to Habakkuk 2 and 2, 2 through 4, New King James Verse. Real familiar passage of Scripture. And uh, real familiar uh, passage of Scripture. And, and we got to realize, as a body of Christ, uh, the, the great things uh, that God is doing. We have to realize... Another thing we have to realize that we're, we're part of something bigger than big and greater than great. Uh, come on now. We're part of something bigger than big and greater than great. And if you don't believe it, you won't, you won't uh, participate in what God is doing. You'll just be a spectator sitting back watching the move of God right before your eye. And all you can say is, is the Lord's doing. And it's marvelous in my eyes. Amen. So, uh, so be a spectator. Be a part of what God is doing. Amen. Uh, then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision, uh, write the vision and make it plain on tablets. Uh, for the sake of this message, we're talking about the vision of this house. Uh, uh, it, could, it could be used as your vision or what, what God is doing to you. But for the sake of this message, we're talking about the vision of this house. Say the vision, the vision. of this house, uh, Shekinah Glory Fellowship Center. Uh, and make it plain on tablets that we may run and that he may run who reads it. And uh, we learned, I've learned this from Pastor Rex, and it, it, uh, that's why he was talking about, you know, you, you remember the message that he was talking about, the a poet writes, and he recites. And when you read something, uh, it paints a picture in your mind's eye. Uh, you, you start getting it, you get the gist of it, because when I read it, it blows a picture, it shows me what God is actually doing. That's why it's good to know the vision. It's good to know it. It's too good to know it. And if I don't know the vision, shame on me. Shame on Minister Gerald. Amen. If I don't know it, if I've been here in a length of time, I should know the vision. I should be able to recite the vision because I've been here. Because uh, if you're running with something, you want to know what you're running, what you're running for. You just won't be running in place. You'll be doing something because I know the vision. The vision is to lead people into a relationship with Jesus Christ, teaching them how to, come, to become successful Christians based on what? Based on what? In the true uncompromised word of God. So you got it. You got it. And if you don't, hey, if you don't hang it on, hang it on the wall. A uh, pastor gave us something that uh, we can hang on, on the wall somewhere we can see it. You know, see the vision. Because God's doing some great things, y'all. And, and hey, and it won't be long now. Oh no, it won't be long now. Amen. What if for the vision is just time, but the end, it will speak. It's going to be just like they say it's going to be. And it will not lie. Though it tears, wait for it because it will surely come and it will not tear. Behold the pride. His soul is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. And how this thing going to happen is by our faith and our belief in what God is doing. Hey, we, got to, we have to believe. It's not enough for the man of God to believe and the woman of God, Pastor Rex and Pastor Trace, to believe. We all have to believe what God is doing. Amen? 
Amen. And see, what, before I just get into this, I'm just going to be reviewing. Now, I'm going to tell you something. You are in the promised land. I'm saying this to say, to, to say something. You are in the promised land, and you have to get rid of that Egypt mentality. You're in, the, you're in the promised land. What, what's that Egypt mentality? That, that bondage mentality. All I can get, get all I can, can I can get. It's all about me. I'm complaining. When it's, when it's going to happen. They've been saying it's going to happen. When it's going to happen. We're in the promised land. They ain't complaining. So we have to get rid of that in Egypt mentality. Egypt, as relates to the, uh, the body, uh, what God is doing. And see, here's the thing. I'm going to use this scripture real quick. Proverbs 3.27. Ah, I'm going to be real quick, look, y'all. Because my, y'all there? Do not withhold good from those to whom it is due when it is in the power of your hands to do so. See, see, when you got an Egypt mentality, so you start withholding. You know, Pastor, Pastor was talking about this here. Uh, there's three things that we need for the kingdom. We know it. Ta- time, talents, and financial support. And see, when you, when you still think, when we still think we're in the, uh, Egypt, abundance, what happened is we'll withhold, but it's in our power to do so. And we won't give or support the vision like we're supposed to. Amen? Because it's not about me now. It's, it's, not, it's not my vision. Let me tell you, newsflash, it's all our vision. This is God's vision. Amen. We're all a part of this. Yes. Amen? Amen? Ephesians 4.16. I'm just going to review. Ephesians 4.16. From whom the whole body is joined and knit together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share, it causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. And uh, a couple of things I want to review. We learned that we are the body of Christ. We are the, he is the head. We are the church, the ecclesia, right? And what's the ecclesia? We the call, we call that one. From the world unto, to, unto God and back into the world to make an impact, right? Well, we better get this. We, we call that uh, for, for, uh, to dumb it down, for lack of a better word. Uh, to, uh, let me see. We've been marked. We've been marked. You've been marked. You've been marked. Amen. And see, it's a thing what you got to understand, man. I'm going to tell you what happened to me. I'm going to let you know what's going on here. See, we're not doing religion. See, what religion do, this is what religion does. Religion will come to church when they want to. Religion will give dues. We don't pay dues here. We pay what's due to God here. So that's what religion will do. Religion or show up. See, religion don't have no allegiance to God. Religion, you know, it's a fashion show. What I got on, who I can compete with. See, that's religion. Religion don't care about the lost. 
They don't care about the laws. You heard the, you heard the joke. The, the woman came in. She was all, you know, she had on a low skirt and she wasn't dressed like them. Yeah. But she was at her ends and she wanted the Lord. Yeah. So she goes to this particular church and she, she felt like the Lord led her there. So she goes in and they told her the deacons came up, the, the demon board, uh, the deacon board, <laughs> uh, they came up. And she said, uh, well, we don't mind you being here, but uh, you can't dress like that in here. So she begins to cry. She cried to God. She cried out to God. And so as she was walking out the door, God began to speak with her. He said, uh, well, you know, I understand your pain because they won't let me in either. See, that's what religion do. <laughs> Have no regard for God. They, they do their own thing. Amen? Amen? Glory to God. Tell yourself, I'm significant. I'm, significant. I'm, needed. I'm needed. And see, watch you got to understand this. Too much is given, much is required. Much is required. This vision and what God has called us to do, it requires some things. It requires some things. It requires sacrifice. It requires uh, doing some things out the norm. But it's also teaching you something. If you're used to being late all the time, if, if the vision requires me being on time, now nah, I'm, I'm, I'm used to being, I'm, I'm learning how to be on time now. If I'm not used to dealing with people, now I'm ushering, I'm dealing with people, I'm smiling now, I'm learning something in the process. It's like this. This vision is just like the gym membership that I don't use. If I don't use it, I lose it. It's nothing happening in my life. The gym can do everything I want it to do. But I have to go in there and do something. This ministry can do anything, got every answer that we have. But if I don't participate in it, I'm just somewhere wondering. I'm doing my own thing. I don't know. I'm mad at God. Hell, I don't know. I don't want to be a part. I'm, sometimes I feel like a nut. Sometimes I don't. And see, it looked like God is schizophrenic. Either God called us to be here or he didn't. It's no in-between. And the minute we get excited about what God is doing, Pastor M, they preaching their heart out. They're giving us an exhortation. They're telling us to beware of those. How many know that evil, evil, evil company corrupts good habits? That is true. 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 I'm going to tell you something. And here's the devil. Because a little leaven will leaven the whole lump. It may start out good, and it's just itching at you. Used to be here. You used to be excited. Now I got all kinds of excuses now. Why I, I have to ask myself, what's in my circle of influence? Because I never was like this. I was excited. I was on fire. I was glad to honor God with my tithes and in my offering. Now I don't even tithe. I just offer. And see, watch this. It has, see, and, and, and what it does is somewhat hinders what God is doing here. But the devil is a lie. We're going, we're moving forward. It's still going to happen. The devil is a lie. He's a lie. 
And see, it, it doesn't take a lot of people to do what God is doing here. It doesn't talk. You know what it takes? It takes committed people. I'm talking about I really love the Lord. See, first you got to understand our allegiance is to God. It's all about God. It's all about God, y'all. If God called me here, I'm doing this unto God. Man, when I first got saved, I didn't have no religion. I had a little church in me. Now, I had enough church in me to be dangerous. And I might have known two scriptures. Uh, Jesus wept. Uh, and on the third day, he rose. That got me to where I need to be right at that time. But, but as a kid, I'm going to tell you something. How God, love, God loves you, man. And, and know he even got something great for you to do in your own personal lives. But it ain't until you serve another until you can come into your own. Because God will connect you to a man and woman of God to get you where you need to be in life. You know why some people, see, we know definitely, we do know one thing, there's a vision here. See, a lot of us struggle with what God has called us to do, but we know for a fact that God has placed this vision here. So it behooves me to launch this thing and watch God do what he do in my business. What I can't figure out. What I can't figure out. And see, you can't cheat this. You know, you can't cheat it. Yes, you can cheat it, but it's not going to yield. See, it's not going to glorify God to the fullest. It's not going to glorify God to the fullest. So I got saved, cited by God, man. And uh, and uh, I was I was I was I was uh and I was cussing God because I said, man, I had that old spirit on me. All the preacher won't is you. Come on, come on, it's real. It's the truth. But I got saved, and I like to say this: when I got saved, I got saved for real. I ain't saying I'm perfect. I'm not saying I'm not saying one time I'm perfect, but I know I got saved. It wasn't just an emotional experience. I got saved. And and I got saved. I got saved and I asked him God. Because as a kid, I was I was told my mom, it's molting God, it's more to God than what we was getting. It's more to it. It's more to God than what he was getting. God spoke. He's bigger than what we, this pie in the sky that they try to portray. You know, and I said, Mom, it's, so years later, Pastor Trace, oh, man, comes to Mount Vernon, comes back to Mount Vernon, Alabama with the word of God. And the same place Pastor was is the same place Pastor Rex came to Tell your neighbor, it's divine appointment. It's divine appointment. God know what he's doing. He know what he's doing. He know what he's doing. I can, I can say, and I, a lot of stuff I didn't know when it comes to vision, but when you're excited and you're hungry, the Bible says when you're hungry and thirst after righteousness, God will fill you up. He will fill you up. And see, watch this. And then when I got saved, I didn't go back to the home museum. No more the people that I used to be acquainted with. Because I'm working on something. Tell your neighbor you're working on something. Because you won't change to happen. You have to do something different. I can't continue to do the same thing expecting different results. 
I received Jesus. That's Greek to them. So I got to have this thing working in my life so I can go back and tell them something and I can be confident in what I'm saying. And that's why it's good to study your Bible because you always should have a defense of what you believe in. Because sometimes our family members could be the worst ones in our life. And see, we don't know the word. See, if they got influence in our life, you need to come back home. What you doing over there at church? That's the family. You remember the family church over there? We know we used to go over, over here to West Baptist or something, if there's such thing. That's what would have happened if you don't know. That's what happened. So I kept getting the word. I kept getting it. I kept staying consistent. How many know that, watch this, when you're consistent, and, and you're consistent in getting this word and you're intense and you're excited about what God is doing, God will start transforming you. The Bible says, I beseech you, brother, by the mercy of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is our reasonable service. Be, not ye, be ye not transformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of our mind. See, a metamorphosis was happening in me. It would happen. See, you got the really evil communication corrupt. You have to get those negative people uh, things out my life because it's not happening. We ought to get tired of going around the same mountains, same mountains. Won't you try what God is doing for you here? God has some great things for you. And he sent us a man of God and a woman of God to pull out of you that sometimes we don't even realize is there. The greatness that God has in our lives. But watch this. Egypt mentality, we try to operate in kingdom like the world do. I don't, it don't work. It don't work. See, spiritual things are not, it's not, it's crazy to the natural mind. It, may, it don't make sense in the natural to kill, to tithe and give it all. See, that's spiritual stuff. So I can't be going sharing that if, to people that don't know no better. It don't make sense to be at, be at church, be committed, be on time. See, the world do it, but see, watch this. See, in the natural, that seems crazy. See, we're talking to natural people. And see, when it comes to the vision, get with other people that's running the vision. That's excited about what God is doing. Amen? Ah. And here's the thing, I've been doing this. See, you can't, you always want to be, you always want to desire more from God. More. I can do more. More. Because you don't want to get into a place where you're complacent to the things of God and say, hey, I'm doing this already. See, no, that's some things God, that's another place God want to get you into. That's another place of worship. That's another place of giving that He want to get you to. But if you feel like, if I feel like I'm, you know, uh, uh, arrived, I'm not seeking God for no higher. Amen. Colossians 323 through 24. I want to say this first. We uh uh first Corinthians 620 lets us know that we was bought with a price, but no longer our own. Amen. Amen. Colossians 3:23. Uh, whatever you do, do it heartily as unto the Lord and not to men, knowing from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance for you serve who? Who we serve? 
Uh, let's do the message by it'll bring it home. Work from the heart for your real master, for God. Confident that you'll get paid in full when you come into your inheritance. Keep in mind always that the ultimate master you're serving is Christ. Sometimes we forget about that. Man, I'm serving God. You don't have to ask myself, if God had to depend on me, uh, would he be out of luck? Would he be disappointed if he had to depend on me to get something done in his earth ring? Would I, would I be out of luck? Would God be out of luck? Or can he depend on me? Can Pastor Rex, Pastor Trace depend on me? If I'm saying I'm a member, if I'm saying I'm a partner of the, of, of the church, can he depend on me? Uh, he just sighed. Uh, real quickly, Matthew 10, 34, 39. I'm getting somewhere. Matthew 10. Matthew 10, 34 through 39. Matthew 10. You got to remember, when it comes to vision and what God is doing, our devotion is to God. Do not think that I come to bring peace on earth. I did not come to bring peace but swore. For I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against his mother. He's not saying he, uh, he's going to he want you to go against your mom and daughter or your mom. What he's saying, our love for him should be greater than mother and father. And it will cause those things, different things to happen because of our allegiance to God. Amen? And a daughter-in-law gets her mother-in-law, and a man's enemy would be those of his own household. Keep going. He who loves father and mother more than me, more than me. Now I see why it's important that we, we be discerning. Even when it comes to everything that concerns us. Because watch this. Jesus said this. He said, my father and my mother is those who do the will of my father. He who loves father and mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he who does not take his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. He who finds his life will lose it. And he who loses his life for my sake will find it. Amen. And just to uh, review on what Pastor was saying, I did say this vision will require some things of us. We know that say time. Hebrews 10, 23 and 25. Time. It's going to require our time. We already heard this, but uh, I just want to review some things. Let us hold fast the confession of our faith without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. You have to really know that. And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. Not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as is a manner of some, but exalting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Look at the NIV version. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess. For he who promises what? And let us consider how we may spur one another on, on towards love and good deeds. Let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing. As some are in the habit of doing. But let us encourage one another. See, this is what I'm doing. I'm encouraging us. I'm encouraging me while I'm encouraging you. Amen. Let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing. 
But let us encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. Let me ask you something. Now, this is a, this is a rhetorical question. I don't need an answer for it. I already know the answer, but I will answer this question because watch this, it needs to be answered. If God, if God was himself, Jesus himself speaking here, I wonder how many people would actually be here when he's supposed to be here. If Jesus was here, I'm talking about Jesus right sitting right here. I wonder what, if Jesus, if, if Jesus was speaking, I wonder what the, how many people would be, man, people be flocking everywhere. People, would, if they really knew Jesus. See, this is the thing we don't know. See, Pastor Rex and Pastor Trace is, is God's mouthpiece in the, in the earth realm, and it's Jesus speaking when they're speaking. Amen. Amen. And, then, and what I'm going to do, you're saying, why? Why my time? Why, why do I have to be at church so much? Because the Spirit of the Lord is in the place. This is holy ground. This is where we inquire of the Lord at. This is where God is speaking. Duh. <laughs> Duh. Well, we just think we just here playing cards or, you know, just playing or something. God is in the building. Amen. Let me wake you up with the scripture. I have to show you that God, because some folks don't realize that God is here. This is holy ground. This is where God is speaking. God, you know my heart? Yes, he does. Genesis 28. 10, let me wake you up a little bit and just remind you that God is here, man. God's, God is here. Genesis 28 and 10, 10 through 17. Now Jacob went out from Bathsheba and went towards Haran. Keep moving. So he came to a certain place and stayed all night because the sun had set. And he took one of the stones of that place and put it at his head. And he laid down in that place to sleep. Then he dreamed, and behold, a ladder was set on the earth, and its top reached to the heaven, and that angels of God was ascending and descending on him. Keep going. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, your father, God is speaking, and the God of Isaac, the land on which you lie, I will give to you and your descendants. Excuse me. Also, your descendants should be at the dust of the, as the dust of the earth. Try counting that. You shall spread abroad to the west and to the east, to the north and the south. And in you and your seed, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. This is what God is telling. Keep going. Behold, I am with you and I will keep you wherever you go and will bring you back to this land. For I will not leave you until I have done what I have spoken to you. Then Jacob did what? Hey, whoa, y'all, we got to wake up. Well, wake up. And said, you're sleeping on this thing. And, and, and Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, surely the Lord is in this place. And I didn't even know it. Man, God is doing some great things. I, I, don't, I didn't even realize what God is doing at Shekinah Glory Fellowship Center. That's why you need to get in the know. That's why you need to be committed to what God is doing. Because some people that come here really just don't know what God is doing. They think it's church as usual. I beg to differ. God is moving by his power. It ain't long now. It ain't long now. You mean to tell me there's some people that walk with Jesus. And didn't know who he was. 
He told them. He cast a vision all the time. He said, "On the third day, I'll be this tabernacle going to be buried in the ground, and on the third day, it's going to it's going to raise it." Then he was casting a vision. He's saying, "God, I'm going to do this." God got. Then Peter steps in and say, "Hey, far be it for you, Jesus. I'm going to follow you wherever you go." Jesus said, "Get deep behind me, Satan. You're not mindful." Of what God is doing here. And a lot of hindrances in the body of Christ because people are not mindful of what God is doing. Amen. Amen. Not mindful. Not discerning what God is doing. Not realizing what they have, we have before us. The man of God, the woman of God. We thank you. Hey, they just put on their pants like I do. That's just Pastor Rick. That's just, some, some even say Rex. That's just Rex and Minister Tracy. Come on. Come on, man. It's the office that they, they call to. Amen. So not realizing you can be a part of something and not realize what's even going on. So we approach it half haphazardly. We don't, we, don't, we don't approach it with our whole heart. We just come when we want to. We give what we want to. We just, you know, and God, Pastor him, never tells us what to give. Amen. But this one thing I learned, I learned to hear God and obey God. Amen. I learned to hear God and obey God. Right. Watch this. When we don't, when you're oblivious to what's going on, I'm not in a hurry to be a part of what's going on. Not a hurry to serve. What? I'm going over here. I got to go lend it my, my partner there doing stuff. See, see, watch this. This is for the gospel's sake. See, see, God has to be in his right perspective. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing you got, we got to understand. When God has set you in a place where the Spirit of the Lord is, guess what? He already know what we need of. He know what all of he, he know greatness is on all of us. He know we want this. He know we got desires. He know we want to do some great things. How many know that every seed produces out its own kind? See, if you're really a son and daughter of Pastor Rex and Pastor Trace, greatness is the inevitable. It's, it's inevitable. It's inevitable because I really believe it. I really believe in them. No matter how long it takes or whatever happens, hey, I'm staying. Ah, uh, and see, Elijah. I'm, I'm gonna get ahead of myself because I got to go. Elisha, this is what you got to have. You really understand? I'm serious when I say this, because the devil is cunning. He's deceitful. He's the father of lies. He's, he can make up all kinds of lies and make, see, anything that's true to me, it's a truth. Whether it's a lie or it's the truth, it can oppose the word. If I really believe that, you can't change that. I believe it. This, this, is, uh, this is light brown. No, that's gold. But you, no, it's, it's, it's light brown. No, it's gold. If you think it's gold, I can't change you. I can't change the way you think about what color this shirt is. Even if it's in the appearance of truth, I can't change it. I can't change that. You can't change that. So, and, and see, and you have to be like Elisha. I'm, I'm going to show you this. You, you got to get to the point to where I'm not leaving you. 
Because the devil will do anything to move you out of your spot. All you think he won't, he will. That's why it's good to be busy about the things of God. When you're busy about the things of God, see, when you're moving forward and doing stuff, but you just idle, God is, Satan is talking to you, he's wearing your head down. He's tearing your head up. You can't, I can't even see straight. This is what Elijah said to Elijah. He was his armor bearer. He was his cup bearer. He told him, he said, I'm not leaving you, man. I said, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving you. See, that's when you know when your assignment, know what you're called to be. You can, you can boldly say that to the man of God. I'm not leaving you. Oh, nah, I'm not leaving you. Well, you can't do this. I'm not leaving you, man. God called me to you. Well, you need to do this. You need to straighten up on this. I'm not leaving you because I know what God called me to. See, he didn't call me. See, he called me to you. I'm not serving you. I'm serving God so that I can serve you. Because, if, see, if you don't understand scripture, somebody come down your lane, maybe tells you to wait in counseling. Wait. See, if I really value that, what I'm going to do? I'm going to But I know. But see, the seer See what you don't see. He see what I don't see. Because the devil wants you to move in. He want, see, he, he know you're destined for prep, uh, greatness. He know God got something great. You're, he got his hands on something for you special. He know that. Well, why don't he just give it to me all at one time, just blow me up? Watch this. There's some things you're going to have to learn through serving. There's some things you're going to have to learn to serve. You're going to have to learn to because you'll take that same attitude over there and it don't glorify God. So I might well serve in the church, my man of God, and allow God to do this great thing in me. A lot of people don't, can't handle order. Order. I've never met nobody that got sense. If they see so a sign on the drink machine say, out of order, put money in it. <laughs> Who you know with good sense would, if they can read now, who you know with good sense would put money in a machine and it says out of order? So why do the body of Christ want things to be out of order in the body of Christ? You want things to be in order. Yeah. It don't take all that. It don't take all that all the time and being excellent and all that. It take that and more. Man, we can't even see. Watch this. When you're, when you see here, you got to understand our devotion is to God. He knew what Pastor Rex and Pastor Trace were, how they was before we even came here. Don't you know God knew you before you, he, you even knew, your, your parents even knew you? He knew you. He knew you. He said, I know the thoughts that, see, he, he got a good thoughts for you. He said, I know the thoughts that I have for you. I want to give you an expected end. See, what we want to do, we want to be an island by ourselves. Oh, yeah, I, I don't want nobody to tell me nothing. See, watch this. You just be an island. You be an island. Because I was brought up by, mostly by my mama. 
So some things I have to learn through the man of God. Through the woman of God and the man of God. See, if I've learned that mama always told me something all the time, now a man trying to tell me something. See, your mind has to be renewed. How can you receive from her and you can't receive from him? The devil is a lie. The devil is a lie. See, if, see, if you're deserting, see, I told you, you got to be deserting what God is doing because in the vision, God is working on you too. He's working on me too. Remember, I'm not leaving you. I'm not going to give up my time, my finances, or my devotion because these are the very things when people are offended, are jealous, are, are, are hurt, these are the very things they stop doing in the body of Christ. It's the very thing. And greatness can be all over that individual because they fail to submit to a man of God or a woman of God. They just get, they just, a potential just lying dormant. Lying dormant. Right there for the taking. How many know you're known God passed him having an anointing for you and me? If you're connected to this, you, 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 he has an anointing. Have an anointing and pull that purpose up out of you. You're trying to be an electrician. That ain't even what God called you to be. Now you have to do what you got to do, but that ain't God's ultimate purpose for you. How you get that? I didn't learn by preaching or teaching this word, but through serving. I ain't want no preaching. I, I wanted to be far from this. I ain't want to be no preaching. Man, Pastor had to almost drag me on the pulpit. But it was purpose. Now, watch this. The devil tried to say they were messing with me. They messing with little old me. But every day I showed up. I showed up scared. I came in. I kept coming. Because I know they had my best interest in heart. I knew it. I knew it without a shadow of doubt. Cause I, see, you got to ask. See, when you're doing a place, you have to know that you know that you're called to be there. You got to know that you know. You got to know your pastor's heart. That their heart is not against you. It's for you. Oh, you're looking at it in the natural. Cause the flesh, it don't feel good to the flesh. You're looking good. You're looking at it in the flesh. Oh, I, I wouldn't like that over there at my other church. Why, that's why you're here. Because you understand some sense of order. Newsflash. Newsflash. There's no perfect church. <laughs> oh, see, the devil tried to tell you, how ah, you can go with that. They're teaching the word, but it's that word for... <laughs> oh, you'd be up on some anointed word, but that word wasn't for... Oh, they anointed, they anointed, but that word ain't for. Yeah, you may have many teachers, but you only have one father in the gospel. This is how serious this thing is. It is serious. I'm telling you, the devil wants you to be at your spot so bad. See, he don't care nothing about you saying you the head, not the tail, above. He don't care nothing about that. They don't care nothing about that, but you get in your spot and start serving what God called you to be. And start then start confessing that while you're serving and busy about the things of God. Getting in, getting involved, being in the know. Amen. Being in the know. I'm being a part of it. And see, when you're part of something, you got to understand that something have to be on hold right now. 
It's got to be on hold. But I'm holding it for a greater purpose because God has got some things for me. And he's saying, give it to me. Give me that gift. Give me that talent. Give me that finance because I got something good for you that's brewing for you. You know why, people? That's why teaching words like this, you have to study. Allow God to speak to you. Because if, if you didn't know no better, we would think God was schizophrenic in the body of Christ. Oh, my God. Hosanna today, crucify tomorrow. Hosanna today, crucify tomorrow. Oh, man, you know, and then we, we'll testify, too, about what God is doing. Now, we, we, you know, I've been, I've been around. I've seen a lot of things. I ain't saying, I'm not saying what I don't know. I'm telling you what I've experienced. You know, people say they challenged anybody. You would think, because, you know, we've seen the we in the presence of the most God. We're going to see that in a minute. And you would think they would run to the church. They run from the church. Oh, man, I know things come up. That ain't what I'm saying, but we ought to be here more than we got. We missing. If I'm a part of it. Oh, the devil say, oh, you owe this to yourself. Now, why you didn't owe it to yourself 10 years ago when you was on fire? Did he not speak to you then? Why all of a sudden you owe this to yourself now? Why all of a sudden everything is, it, don't even, it doesn't matter no more. It doesn't matter no more. I'm telling you, you have to, a lot, got to, you have to see, watch this, you have to get a gauge on what's, what's speaking to you. Because it has to line up in the word of God. If it's not the word of God, you better cast that foolishness down. Amen. Satan knew a little bit of the Bible. He'll put it on you. He'll put it on you. Did not God say, you know, you need to enjoy the fruits of your labor? Oh, yeah. And I'm making 7025 cents an hour. What I look like enjoying a, a, a magnum $40,000 now for? And I can't, I can't enjoy that. That ain't no blessing. That's a curse. Six months later, they're going to come get it. I was blessed for six months. Watch this. Don't grow weary in doing good. Don't grow. Hey, white pastor say, do you. Don't worry about what nobody else is doing. Because we don't know what the, what the situation is in their house. We don't know. See, hey, let God be the truth and every man a liar. Because if God is going to be God, if it ain't, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. It'll manifest itself. And we'll see you soon. I tell you, man, it's, it's important, man, because this, this ain't for the weak, man. You don't be, it can't, you can't be, you can't be one way in, one way out. No, you got to be devoted to this thing. Man, you got to be flowing in the supernatural. You don't know why you're doing, but the job of the Lord is my strength. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. Yeah, but, you know, what God put, the devil is alive. What God put, the devil can't take what God has put. Uh, in his hand. God can't pluck God's children out, out of his hand. That's the devil. I ain't nothing but the devil. I'm thinking about doing this and doing that. No, this is your feeding here. Amen. Mm -hmm. Take that, devil. 
See, we're not ignorant to Satan's devices. You better be discerning. My time is up here. How my time is up here? And we ain't finished what God is doing here. How my time is up? I'm just passing by. I'm just passing by. Come on. We ain't we still we still getting ready to build. We doing evangelism. We got goals to meet. We got budgets to meet. And it's, it's your time. That's a lot from the pit of hell. Tell you this. See, that's a, we heard this. I heard this teaching from Pastor. That's a permissive will. Excuse me. A permissive will or God's perfect will. You can be, you can be in the will of what you you want to be. Because you're free will more agents. God made you, you, you got a freedom to choose. So yeah, just say you choose to go over there. Don't say God told you to do that. I'm telling you right now, God didn't tell you to do it. You're hearing familiar voices. <laughs> You hear familiar voice. I'm letting you know. Let me discern that thought. It's the lie from the pit of hell. <laughs> Noah preached for a long time. Said it was going to be rain. He said it was going to be rain. You know what? Eight people got saved. You know, a lot of things could have happened faster if everybody would have got in on it. But he kept saying, it's going to rain. I'm telling you now, it's going to rain. We're closer today than we ever was. By the Spirit of God, we're closer today than we ever was. We're closer today than we ever was. Then Elijah said to Elijah, stay here. Please. He said, stay here. The man of God told him to stay here. You need to go. You don't need, I don't need you following me. See, when you know that you know, he can't even shake me. <laughs> he can't even shake me. I'm staying here. <laughs> I'm staying. See, when you know, when they come down on me hard, I'm staying here. It don't feel good because any kind of anybody with some sense, a whooping don't feel good, but it's working something out for my good. I'm staying here. For the Lord has sent me to Bethel. Now he's descending to Bethel. But Elijah said, as the Lord lives, as your soul lives, I will not leave you. Yeah. Talking to the man of God. He's the one, he's the visionary. They're the visionary. They carry the vision. They need us. That's no real, you know, see, it's it going to take a, a commitment, a solid commitment. Say, I, you can stand and say, I'm not leaving you. And he can be preaching. He can be all over. Ten years later, I still see you. And see, when it's done right, I don't have to hide. I don't have to hide. I don't, I, you've been, I've been under the men of God this long, and I can't talk to him about what God is telling me to do. I can't talk to him. That is the devil. That's the devil. Because he know greatness is on us. He know you're part of something bigger than big and greater than great. And see, what's, what happened is, see, you got to, like him in gym. I used to know this stuff but I, when I was working out. But the more you intense you get, see, see, the more intense, see, you start seeing things happening in your body. See, if you ain't seeing no change, something's wrong. You got to ask yourself what I'm not doing. Ask God. Ask the creator. There's no changes in my life. And I'm still the same way, and I'm a part of this ministry, and they're teaching the word. Why am I not changing? 
I'm not trying to say perfect, but if I'm, if, see, watch this. That's something that calls stealing your witness. That's something will steal your witness. So it behooves me to start changing. Allow this word to change me. I ain't talking about man changing. This word will cleanse you and change you. Because I'm going to tell you something. You're, it's just like a test. You keep, I keep taking it over, taking it over until I, until I pass it. This is development, growing, maturing. Say, I need to be growing up now in the things of God. We all should be teaching this word. Because I'm grown up now. You got some mad capacity in here because they ain't grown up yet. You got to grow up. See, I had to grow up fast. See, y'all ain't see. I just thank God for a foundation, man, because, oh, no. No, no, no. You, this is the thing. You, you got to get real about it. You got to be real about what God is doing in your life. You got to know that God is. Hey, man. Hey, hey. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, you let the devil steal your jaw. See, the jaw that we have, the devil didn't give it, and the devil can't take it away from him. Any little thing come up, and God's still trying to work something in. Anything come up, I lost my jaw. Why you? Why I'm not coming to the church? Why I'm not particular? I lost my jaw. Come on, keep coming. That's not the end of what. When the window closes, seven more open up for you. I remember when I lost my job. I'm sitting up here. I'm working 16 hours a day. Say don't care nothing about you. I'm not, hey, I'm a living with them. Hey, I, I hat, trophy, T-shirt, and head to prove. Pharaoh don't care nothing about you. See, promotion come from God. He, he don't come from Pharaoh. Now, he may promote you in it, within, but he'll never pay you what you're worth. He'll just keep that carrot going. Yeah, but the God has something for you. His promotion comes from you. And when I got fired, they didn't care nothing about my rent, my car note, my insurance. They didn't care nothing about that. But I stayed in, that's when I first got saved, I stayed my eyes on Jesus, who's the author and finisher of my faith. I stayed my eyes on Jesus. I got committed to the, I, I didn't, see, I didn't stop. See, right there, some people will stop. See, stop wanting God when you need him. Want God all the time. When you feel like it and when you don't. Want him all the time. I desire to be in his presence. That's how you ought to be. You have to teach your children to your children because they see God here and they see him another way at home. They don't know what to believe. Mama smile in front of pastor. Oh, amen, pastor. Be at home. Man, he always doing this again. I'm tired. You know, I gave your ties. That would have been your shoes. I gave your ties into the church. Your shoes into the church. Now, what kind of? See, that's not kingdom talk. That's not covenant talk. Then Elijah said to Elijah, stay here. Tell him again, for the Lord sent me. But Elijah said, as the Lord lives and as your soul lives. How deep do you, how, how committed, how, how, how deep does your commit, commitment run? 
He's telling him a second time. Then Elijah said to Elisha, stay here, please. For the Lord has sent me on to Bethel. But Elisha said, as the Lord lives and your soul lives, I will not leave. I will not leave you. So they went to Bethel. Keep going. We're going this, going, going around and around. We're going again. Then the group of the prophets, it won't be long now. Because he's about to go up. The group of the prophets from Bethel came to Elijah and asked him, did you know that the Lord is going to take your master away from you today? Of course I know. Elijah answered, but be quiet about it. Keep going. Then Elijah said to Elisha, stay here. Tell him again. Stay here. For the Lord has told me to go up to Jericho. See, all these the giga, I ain't got time to tell you, but Jericho means something to him, but I ain't got time for it. But Elijah replied again, as surely as the Lord, I'm out of time, they say. As the Lord lives and yourself live, I will never leave you. I'll never leave you. Hey, I see what God is doing. I, 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 got, I, got, I saw the vision, and he showed a picture to me. There are a lot of things he don't show you in the middle. But oh, these times are the quiet times. But he showed me the end from the beginning. He showed me the end. You better start asking God to show you some things because he'll show it to you. Because you'll understand the wait period. You'll understand waiting. It ain't not doing nothing. It's just knowing that what you're doing is making progress. All pro that's all profit and all labor. He wait for it. He said it's going to come to pass. And it's going to speak. It's going to speak. We ain't got to say the word. You'll see it. You'll see it. It'll speak to you. It'll preach to you. Now, he ain't going to condemn you. We'll say, come on in. You know, hey, watch this. Dust your feet off. We just put this nice carpet down so you want to make sure. Nah, but uh, anyway. But uh, I will not leave you. So I went on to Jericho. He went to Jericho. Now, you got to understand, uh, Elisha, I got so much here, man. Let me put this thing down. Elisha knew, Elijah knew Elisha would be his successor. But he didn't tell him that. Because when he, in the beginning, he was out there plowing with 12, lock, oaks, uh, 12 oxen. And he was out there plowing. And the man of God comes along. You remember Jesus when he told Peter, hey, I'll make you fish of men? So he, he came along. He told his man on him. He told his man on him. And he kept going. He didn't wait for Elijah. He didn't wait for Elijah. He said, watch this. I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you make a decision. You going to serve them or you going to serve God? But I got to keep going. I, oh, y'all better get rid of it. See, he, he, he thought it on him. I'm going to tell you something what this man of God did. Elijah did this. Elisha did this. He kept coming because he understood that manner. Tell your name, we're anointed to do this. So he threw that cloak on him. And watch this. He went back home to the folks, to his family. And he said this here. Watch this. He took the oxen. Guess what he did with them? He killed them. And watch this. The wood from the plow, he used that to light it up. Okay. What he was saying there, I'm not going to visit this again. 
Now, you got to understand, he had money. The family, the family was flourishing. But he understood the call of God. He understood what God was calling him to. And see, let's take great devotion. And watch this. There's a portion for him, too. At the end, when he got caught up, he says, now, watch this. He said, now, Elijah, he said, now, what can I have, what I have you to do for him? This is when he got, got, got ready to call up. And Elijah, the man of God, said this. He said, now, Elijah, Elijah, what do you have me to do for you? Because you've been found faithful. You didn't leave me. Ah, you didn't leave me. You was found faithful. You supported me. You tithe. You was a faithful tither. I've seen you all the time. You was found faithful. And a lot of people don't make it to that. That faithfulness. He said, what do you want from me? And he said, a double portion of your spirit. He said, I want a double portion of your spirit, man of God. Because what I've seen in you, I want it operating in. What I've seen in you, I want it operating in. What I've seen in you, I want it operating in. He says it's a hard thing, yes, son. He said there's a caveat to it. There's a prerequisite. There's a stipulation to it. That's the only stipulation. You got to be here when I blow up. You got to be here when I. You got to be here when the when we build. You got to be here. When we go to that next level, you got to be here when we blow up. Says a hard thing, yeah. I ain't talking about just be here. Because some people are going to see it from afar. But I'm talking about see this thing through. Uh, I'm talking about see, you got to be here when this thing manifests itself. Because it's in, like Jesus said, it's to your advantage that I blow up, that I go to my father. So he said, it's a hard thing, Elisha. But I. Got to give you what you granted, because it would be hard for me not to do it. You see, you got to understand greatness in, is in you. It's in you. Greatness is in you. You got to understand Elijah knew he was going to be a successor. He knew it, but he didn't tell it. He got developed. He was consistent with the vision, with the man of God, serving the man of God. And it comes to this point right here. Oh, suck it, suck it now. It's my time now. I've been faithful. See, you got to understand something here. Elijah was faithful. So he said, all you have to do is be there. And when you see me get taken away, or when you see me go up, you just got to understand what I, this is what umber barrel means, y'all. In the Hebrew, it means, it comes from a Hebrew word, NASA. We understand what NASA is, don't we? NASA, y'all heard of that, where they go into space and all that. But it comes from a Hebrew word, NASA. It's the means to lift one up. <laughs> it, it means to lift one up, to bring to an end. And see, a lot of times we reduce armor bearing down to just serving the man of God one-on-one. Now, anybody that's serving any kind of capacity... Uh, you are my baron because we all making this thing happen. There's no big eyes and there's no big use. But God has something great for you. Don't leave the man of God. Y'all stay connected, stay connected, stay connected. By the Spirit of God, stay connected because God has something great, great for you. We're part of something bigger than big and greater than great. Amen. Come on, give God a shout.